I'm Natasha. And I'm Sarah. We're two girlfriends who met in the entertainment industry where we found the most important commonality, our faith in Jesus. This is our faith-based podcast where we share with you guys encouragement from the Word of God, different struggles that we've faced as believers, and how we navigate being in the world but not of the world. We are Covered Covered by by Grace. Welcome back to the Covered by Grace podcast. Today's topic is giving up control. Now, this year has been quite a trying time for a lot of people, and I think a lot of us have had to learn to let go of a lot of things. And this is something that we should have been doing generally anyways, and just giving God control of our lives. But this year, especially, we've had to all let go of things that we were looking forward to or just the plans that we had in general. Definitely. I know that for this year, for so many of us, we had plans that really didn't go according to our will. I know for myself, sometimes I think that I'm in control because I make these plans, but at the end of the day, it is God that's in control. So I know, Natasha, for you as well, that you had certain plans for this year. I had certain plans for this year. They didn't go to plan, Um, but we wanted to open up with this scripture as well, which is Romans 8 verse 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So we kind of just wanted to set the tone that even though things don't always go to plan, whatever it is that that you're going through, things don't always go to plan. But at the end of the day, God does work out all things for good, even if at the time we don't see that it's for our good. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it is hard to be obedient sometimes and just give up all of the control and let God lead the way for us. But I think it's super necessary because at the end of the day, we can plan and plan and plan. But most of the time, at least in my life, even though I try to plan a lot of things, they never work out the way I want them to. And I learn a lot of lessons or I learned that it wasn't supposed to be that way. And even looking back on my life, I was in a pop band and then I did a country album and I've been signed by two major labels and none of those things went the way that I wanted them to go. But looking back now, I realize I'm glad they didn't. I really am truly glad I didn't have control over those situations because they've shaped me into the person I am today. And I've actually had so many other opportunities arise from those doors being closed on me or, you know, me closing those chapters. And I am just so grateful that things didn't go the way I wanted them to when I was 13 years old or when I was 16. For sure. I think so many of us can relate to that. And Again, we always hear this time and time again, but it is the most difficult when you're actually going through it and then Mm -hmm. you're trying to comprehend that God actually does have a plan. And um, there's this analogy that kind of just gives a picture of of God's plan for us. And it's that he has this like beautiful piece of intricate lace and he's just like weaving the piece together. So for us, we can't always see the entire picture or, or even like a tapestry where the, mm. the back of it is just like full of all of these threads and it doesn't look very pretty. But when you turn it around, you see this beautiful picture. And I mean, it's so much easier said than done. I know personally for me, I can get really tired of when I'm going through something and someone says, oh, God has a plan or, oh, he's going to, he is going to work it out in the end. But I really think that um, just being patient 
and and just waiting because he will reveal to us what he was doing all along. For sure. And I think a lot of the time as well, you know, when things don't go our way, we end up in a situation where we feel defeated, right? So then that's a whole other a whole other problem, right? So not only did the things not pan out the way we wanted it to, but then we're also in a place where maybe our mental health isn't the strongest. And I think we need to rely on God even more in those times. And I think we tend to to look to ourselves to fix the problems rather than giving it to him. And I think in those moments that we do that, God steps back and waits for us to figure it out. Not that he's not with us, but he waits until we make the mistakes and we're quite obviously going to make mistakes, but he wants us to get fatigued and then ultimately surrender to him. So I think even during those times when things don't go our way and we're defeated and we're upset with ourselves and we really don't know what to do, some of us tend to maybe move away from God a bit because we're just upset that things didn't work out the way we wanted them to. Actually, just to share an example in my life, because I know you're sharing yours with your singing. And and I think a lot of people can relate to this. It's not that it has to be this particular example, but we all have those areas of our lives that we want something so badly to work out in the way that we envision it to. And we're just holding on to that idea. And mm-hmm. when it doesn't work out for us, we're, it's not that we're always so faithful to God right away and just say, well, we know, Lord, that you have a better plan. Sometimes we do get angry at God. And mm-hmm. the example that I have for that in my life is uh, a couple of years ago, just when I was I was just baptized a couple of months before, and I was competing in a pageant for Miss Universe Canada. And I really felt that God called me to that pageant. And because I felt that he called me to it, I thought that he wanted me to win the pageant. And mm. so when I didn't win, I just felt this immense disappointment. And I felt, I honestly just felt very angry with God at that time. And again, I was very new in my faith, but I'm sure that there are things today that could really rock my faith if they didn't turn out the way that I thought that they should. And so that can be a really silly example. But for me, that was something that I put I put so much hope into and that I really believed that God was going to do for me. And when he didn't answer it the way that I thought that he should, and and it didn't turn out in the, the way that I imagined for my future, I did actually pull back from God and I was very angry at him. And it honestly took me about a week to to start praying again, maybe a bit longer than that. But it's just so funny because God just, he was just there just waiting for me, so patient and <laughs> and just started speaking to me again. And, and looking back, even when it was just a few months after, I realized that that would have not been good for me um, to win. That would have taken me down a totally different path. And, and so mm-hmm. I definitely think just giving it time because it can be so disappointing. No, absolutely. It can be. It can be very disappointing when things don't go our way. And there's a lot of times in the Bible where, you know, we learn lessons about how we need to give over control and be obedient to God. And one of those examples is obviously the story of Sarah and Abraham. They were both in their 90s wanting to conceive a child and start a family. And God promised that that was coming for them. And, you know, they did trust for quite a few years. And then when they were getting older, Sarah took it upon herself to have a child of her own um, from her maid, Hagar. And, you know, she just didn't trust God in the end, even though God did promise a child would come to them. So she, you know, took it upon her own will and made sure she got what she wants. She had a child of Abraham's um, that she could call her own. And later on, God actually prove to her that she was going to bore a child and have one of her own. But in that moment, she didn't trust him. But God wasn't mad with her. God wasn't, you know, upset and spiteful that she did that. 
he still blessed her with a child. But that's just an example that, you know, sometimes we do rely on our own her own plans and frankly to get what we want you know because we are we are all human and there are things that we you know we desire and that we want and sometimes we don't want to wait and obviously in this example that was the case with Sarah but she was blessed and they did have children of their own obviously um many 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 descendants of Abraham mm-hmm. but uh yeah that's just one example that I think we can all learn from Definitely. That is honestly such a good example. And another thing to take away from it is the fact that she did go ahead and try to control things on her own, which is what we're talking about, letting go of control. And when we do that, a lot of the times we do create a way bigger mess than we intended to. And thankfully, we serve a graceful God who comes and cleans up the mess after. Also, something to take away from it that's so important is the fact that she did go ahead and kind of try to control things herself, which is exactly what we're talking about, letting go of control. And just to share an example in my own life, how this happened is, um, so I had been walking in my intentional single season for a few years. And it was last year that I had a few people kind of sending me like profiles of different Christian men, sort of trying to get me to maybe start dating or something like that, where as I knew that I knew that God had someone for me and I knew that I wasn't supposed to go out and find them myself. And so the example that I shared with my friends at the time who were kind of trying to set me up is I just wasn't, I was feeling that it was premature. I was feeling that it wasn't time for my promise yet. And I didn't want to create an Ishmael on my own and go ahead and let's say reach out to to someone who I didn't feel was for me just to kind of see how it goes. Because in the end, that would have prevented me from meeting my future husband and from following the promise that God had for me. And I definitely haven't done that every single time. I've definitely had to learn this, but I think that that's just a perfect example of not running ahead, trying to control things, creating an Ishmael. And then again, luckily, we serve a faithful God who comes up and cleans up that mess. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, we can end up delaying ourselves um, as opposed to just trusting in him and just being patient, even though it's so difficult. I'm so glad you shared that because I feel like there are a lot of people who might be listening to this podcast who are in a season where they're trying to look for their their future partner. And I think that gives them some hope as well. So I'm, I'm really glad you shared that. And obviously, this doesn't just apply to relationships. This is all different areas of our lives. It can be that career. It can be the school that we're applying for. It really can be anything at all where we're just becoming impatient and we're we're jumping ahead. And there's actually a few different practical steps that I try to take when I find myself doing this. The first thing is what I try to pay attention to. And I know that all of us, if if we are still and we we really are honest with ourselves, we know when we're gripping onto something too tightly. So when I start to feel antsy or impatient and I feel that I'm kind of just hurrying things along or wanting to run ahead or I'm obsessing over something and gripping onto something so tightly, I know that I have not given it to God or I have taken it away from God or I've I've tried to take it away from God. So Mm. one thing that I'll do as a practical step, which is one of my Christian mentors will always have me do this, is first of all, I'll just apologize. I'll just repent for doing that. Like, Lord, I'm sorry for, for trying to control this. I want to give you my, so let's say relationship. I just want to give you my relationship. And I will also do it physically. I'll, I'll take my hands and and physically put them 
out to God and say, here's my relationship. I let go of what I expect from this relationship. I let go of the timing that I think that it should be. I let go of the details of it. And as I'm saying it, it feels like a little bit cringeworthy because I don't want to let it go, but I know that it's what I have to do. Mm -hmm. And so it's not like it's just empty words. I'm saying it. I'm also physically with an action giving it to God. And then I'm really trying to allow myself to let it go in my spirit. I, I can feel it and it's really hard to let it go, but I just know that God will really honor that when we do that. And the second practical step that I just recently started taking as well, again, I I read this in a devotional book and it was so helpful to me. I was uh, talking to my fiance and we were talking about how we both just had all of these ideas for our wedding and and for a car and for an apartment and where we're going to be living. And at the end of the day, we were trying to make all of these plans when we really couldn't make the plans. We don't know how long God wants us in a certain city for. We don't know what he wants us to do for our work. There are so many unknowns that that we can't control. And so what we did is we took a blank piece of paper and on the top of it, we wrote our lives, the plan for our lives, and we just left it blank. And then at the bottom of it, we both signed it and dated it and just dedicated it to the Lord and said, here's our life. We give you everything. We give you every single detail of our life. We, you know, we give you this blank page and we've signed it. We're agreeing to the contract that you have for us. As opposed to what I read in the devotional book is basically when we are writing out all of our plans and then we're giving it to God and asking him to sign it. So the step with the contract, I mean, that really can apply to an individual scenario maybe that we're we're gripping onto. It can be our entire lives. And that's it's definitely an intentional step. And, and that goes the same way with symbolically just handing over each item to God. It's something that that we can do every day, just intentionally giving everything over to him and ultimately allowing him to be the author of our lives. Yeah, I love what you said about the blank page there and you guys just allowing God to write the next chapter for you guys. I love that. And I think now, especially in the year that we've all had, all of our slates have been just wiped clean. We've had no plans that we could follow through with. And I think it really allows an open door for God to just come in and lead the way. No one knows, obviously, what the future holds in general, but especially with what's going on in the world right now, we really don't know what is going to happen? Will there be more lockdowns? I hope not. But will there be, you know, and there's so many unknowns. And I just think we can't worry about those things. We just have to literally give all of our fears, all of our worries, everything over to him and just let him guide the way and know that we are protected in his name. Definitely. And something else I actually wanted to add, because we all know that it's not always like rainbows and butterflies and and we don't live in a perfect world. We do live in a fallen world. And so something else I also wanted to add as well, because I know what it's like to be going through something really difficult when things don't turn out the way that we wanted them to. And and you're still kind of in that place. So I know that we shared things about how, you know, things turned around um, with me, the pageant and for you, the music career. But in all cases, it it doesn't always look like that. It doesn't always look like, oh, this didn't work out for me. And then God brought me something better. It, it is better, but it's different. So just as an example, sometimes the way that God draws us closer to him is through hard times. And that can look like sickness and that can look like tragedies in our lives. And it's terrible to think about, but the Bible does promise us that we we will face trouble in this world. And so sometimes something like a sickness or a tragedy or an accident, as terrible as that is, because God works out all things for good, through that, let's say he draws us closer to him during that time, or that's what actually caused us to 
to turn our lives around or to humble us or everything was going well for us and we never we never seeked God because we didn't need anything else since life was going so well. And then through difficult times happening in our lives, that's what caused us to to turn to God, to seek Him, to become closer to Him. So I just wanted to encourage someone with that because I know that so many of us are, are still in that place and we haven't made it out on the other side yet. But God truly does have a plan. He really is working out all things for good. And as much as we think that we know what's best, He, he really does know what's best for us, even if it, it doesn't make sense to us right now. Yeah, exactly. And obviously, obedience is key. Um, After we give up control to him, we have to allow him to take the time to rewrite the chapters for us. So on that note, we're going to end today's podcast and we will be back soon with our next one.